Did you hear the news? MetroPCS is now Metro by T-Mobile. Now you get new plans with unlimited high-speed data all month long. All on the T-Mobile network. Check out the new Metro by T-Mobile today and discover the smarter way to get unlimited. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. During congestion, the fraction of customers using greater than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. And Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video streams at 4DP. Coverage not available in some areas. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey, loyal podcast listeners. This is your host, Michael Smalley, wanting to remind you, check out smalleyinstitute.com because you can go there and sign up today for free to the number one reason relationships fail online course. When you sign up, you will start learning immediately exactly why relationships get in trouble, whether it's marriage, parenting, friendships, business, doesn't matter because all relationships get stuck in a universal pattern, and when you don't know it, you fail. So sign up today at smalleyinstitute.com for the number one reason relationships fail online course. Another episode of Smalley Marriage Radio. This is Michael Smalley, and I am on day four, part one, the critical importance of intimacy with Jesus. So the challenge I gave myself just four days ago was to try 28 days of, of podcasts in a row about the 28 statements from Jesus that can transform your marriage. And day four is a big one. Because you got to hold on for dear life. We're going to talk today about what it means to abide in Christ. The verse is John 8, 31, which says, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Ah, freedom. Freedom. What does it mean to abide in Jesus? And why is this a critical, of critical importance to intimacy with Jesus? Well, the New Testament stresses the need for believers to remain in Christ. The reality of this close personal relationship with Jesus Christ is expressed in obedience. There's that word again, obedience to his word, and it is essential to effective discipleship. So you keep hearing intimacy with Christ, a big chunk of that is your willingness to obey him. And I've talked before that if you truly believe and if you truly fall in love with Jesus, then one of the natural outcomes of that love for Christ is going to be a desire to obey what he says. But the problem and the reason I'm doing these 28 shows is that most of us don't know what he said. I, you know, whether I'm right about this or not, I wonder if someday when, you know, blessed to be in heaven, if I asked Paul, the apostle, I think he would be mortified how many people think he's, 
you know, obviously he's critical and he single-handedly just exploded the good news. But it does kind of shock me that in my experience with churchgoers that I run into, they know more about Paul and Paul's words than they do of Christ and his words. And, and what's sad is when you read Paul, all he's ever trying to do is point you back to Christ and to Christ's words, and yet we still don't know him. And we don't abide in Jesus' words. So the question today is how do you how do you? You know, what does that look like to abide in, in Jesus? Well, first John two twenty four tells us to hold on to his teachings. John fifteen ten says, Abiding in him is obeying him. First John two six says abiding is like living like Christ. So you got to hold on to his teachings. You want to be obedient, and you want to live like Christ. It's kind of like that goofy campaign that you know came out. What would Jesus do, or what would Jesus say? I don't know why I'm messing it up now. But, I mean, we want to. We want to go, okay, Christ forgave me, so I got to forgive others. Christ sacrificed for me, so I need to sacrifice for others. Christ did this for me. I now want, in turn, to do that for others. That's what abiding in Christ looks like. But here's, here's the deal. You are not going to be able to abide effectively in Christ where it changes you, which is that's what, that's what we're going for. Our relationship with Christ is about change. I want freedom. Ah, freedom. How nice does that sound? Well, that's, that's one of the benefits of abiding in him is you get that freedom. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But you're not going to accomplish or you're not going to be effective abiding in Christ unless you're doing four things. So some of the things that you can be doing in your life that will help you consistently abide in Christ is taking communion. Communion is when we get a break bread and and it, it symbolizes what Christ did for us. It reminds us of the blood he shed and the body he allowed to be broken so that we might have freedom in him. So communion is an important part of the Christian practice. And I know, I mean, some churches are bringing it back on a consistent basis. And and remember, none of these things are about religion. None of these things are about, we'll do that. No, it's, it's about freedom. It's about love. It's about relationship. And I take communion so I can remember the sacrifice. And you can read that in John 6, 56. But we also can abide effectively in Christ just through the Holy Spirit's anointing, 1 John 2, 27. But you have received the Holy Spirit, and he lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true, for the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know, and what he teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. So the Holy Spirit's anointing is one of those ways, and I said this in an earlier one, 
that remember, Christ, if he gives you a command, abide in me, he's also then going to give you the tools and the resources that you need to be able to obey the command. So you can't do that apart from the Spirit's anointing. But faith, that's a third one. You can accomplish abiding in Christ by faith. Ephesians 3, 17 through 19, then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is his love. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. So when you believe, when you have faith, when you trust him, that helps you abide in him. So how does this help? And I said, embarrassingly, that I had four things. I meant to say three. So you get aided in abiding in Christ through communion, the Spirit's anointing, and by faith. And what, it all, what does all this mean for your relationship? Here's that word again, fruitfulness. John 15, 4 and 5, in essence, is the picture of bearing fruit. That it may cover many aspects of Christian life, but it includes that of developing Christian character, effective Christian service and mission. These result not from human effort, but from abiding in Christ. You need the fruits of the Spirit and, and another an important way of, of, the, of the fruits of the Spirit being developed in you is simply abiding in Him. But when you abide in him, it's not just fruitfulness. It leads to answered prayer, and you can read that in John 15, 16. And if you're, if you're panicked by the speed of which I'm going through these, all these notes are at smalleyinstitute.com for this podcast page uh, for this episode, right, which is hold on for dear life. But answered prayer is one of those results of abiding in Christ. And you can read that in John 15, 16. Abiding in Christ leads to freedom from persistent sin. 1 John 3, 6 through 9. Abiding in Christ leads to a relationship with God. John 14, 23. Abiding in Christ leads to confidence in the last day. 1 John 2.28 I'm going to end with this quote. And it's from Andrew Murray. And he said this about abiding in Christ. It is only into the thirst of an empty soul that streams of living waters flow. Ever thirsting is the secret of never thirsting.